Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser, positive health psychologist and coach, also keynote and TEDx speaker and author of the triple award-winning book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. My website is The Mental Health Gym. It's your source of information about all kinds of things related to wellness, positive psychology, my own particular spin on it that I call goal-achieving psychology, and lots of other wellness-related things. It's also the place where you can communicate with me and even get, uh, recommend guests for future podcasts. As listeners of the podcast know, my hope, and I usually accomplish it, is to uh, bring you guests from all different walks of life who have the thing in common of leading their own lives enthusiastically and have different ways of helping us to become the best versions of ourselves. And today is no exception. I'm very proud and pleased to present Devin Keel, who is kind of an anomaly in that his major work is as a podcaster and having a YouTube channel and being on social media and getting the word out to support a lot of the same kinds of things that that we talk about in here. Dev decided that he wanted to make a positive impact on the world. And so the way that he's doing it is interviewing people around the themes of personal development and finance. Uh, I've caught several of his podcasts and I've seen interviews on YouTube channel. Dev is, is a tremendous interviewer and he gets guests who really can be, you know, very helpful to us in the way that we lead our own lives and want to learn a little more about him today. So, Devin, I'm really happy to have you. Uh, welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. Thank you so much, Ron. It's a pleasure to be on this episode with you, and you are an inspiration on my channel, so I'm happy to be here now. Thank you. And uh, I was on Devin's podcast. Uh, he's, he's a terrific interviewer, puts me to shame, but we'll try and We'll try and get the best out of them today. So let me start just, you know, because I know your work uh, surrounds uh, personal development and finance, and there's there are podcasts that cover a broad range of topics. Pretty much every topic has several hundred podcasts related to it, uh, and there are a lot that may not revolve around a topic. How did you happen to go in the direction of what some people may not see as, as totally related areas, but personal development and finance. How do you manage to, to go that route? Thank you so much, Ron. Well, I, I started the channel back in 2020. Really, it was the incentives of, you know, the pandemic. And I was having these kind of esoteric conversations with my wife's cousin and we were like well you know it, like we we're just having general conversation like okay what's going on in the world what's going to happen to us are we ever going to see each other again this is crazy etc cetera, etc cetera, right i mean especially that 
beginning part of the pandemic for, for those first few months was just something, you know, no one really in our lifetime had ever experienced. So it was like, and I, I think there was a coming together of humanity, especially at the beginning, like everyone was kind of reaching out to each other in different ways, you know, supporting each other, offering help that kind of changed later, I think in some degree. But so when I was talking to this cousin of my wife, you know, who's my friend, he collaborates on the channel as well. We were trying to think about like, what can we do to actually make a positive impact and be in a way useful in these times? So one discussion led to the, to another. And at the time when we started the channel, we actually called it Spearlift because we wanted to, I mean, it's hard to come up with the name of the channel in general. So we just kind of put like lifting spirits, you know, together in the, in some sort of phraseology or whatever, and then just put Spearlift together and that's it. So the channel at the beginning was called Spearlift and it was actually focused and centered around, I would say more in the esoteric arena, like, you know, like people who could give not religious advice necessarily, but like spiritual sort of other idea advice out there. We interviewed like shaman here in Mexico and we did like talk to people from all over the world who were in different types of practices of meditation and different things like that, you know, but with the main purpose of really trying to give insight to people to really heal the anxieties that they were experiencing during the pandemic. That was the main thing we wanted to do, right? In 2021, we pivoted the idea of the channel a little bit because people like we started to feel this kind of resonance around us. Like, um, you know, people are more worried about their financial situation there. There's a lot of personal development issues still out there that needed attention. So we want to stay within the thread of helping people in the realm of personal development. And the reason we brought the financial part into it, because I think, you know, a lot of people's anxieties and general stresses and, and even depression are related to financial aspects of their life, you know? And I think they can, you know, personal development finance can be intertwined in that capacity. It's like, okay, well, I'm so worried about money and I don't know how to take care of myself and I need help, you know? So, you know, it becomes a vicious circle in a certain way. So I'm, a, I'm personally interested in personal finance and investing things like that. I study economics. So I'm, by nature, you know, inclined to that. So I was like, well, we can, I think, touch on both of those arenas because, you know, they are interwoven in different integral ways. So like, why not? So that's where we decided to focus on the channel. And I enjoy doing this kind of work and speaking to people from all over the world because, you know, you find out there's so many interesting ways people can get the attention that they desire and the help that they need with different perspectives of people, you know? And I think if you especially speak to people from different continents, they can give a, a, a unique look on life as well. So my goal is to share, you know, from experts on different topic arenas, different threads of personal finance development, those ideas in which it can be inspirational to others and hopefully help change their life or at least steer in a certain direction. It's something that I look out for myself, but also I think can be a value to other people. Oh, that's really, really interesting. And just in terms of uh, the process of starting 
I mean, I know in, in my case, I had some kind of following from other places and so on. How hard was it to just kind of start a channel from, from scratch? Starting the channel wasn't hard necessarily. What was difficult was because we we're also trying to get like a certain, you know, with the goal of subscribers and more views, and, you know, that whole kind of thing that, that, that became like hand in glove with what we're trying to do with our content, you know, cause we wanted to reach as many people as we can, but it's not as easy to do that. And you got to know certain ways, especially with YouTube, how to do that, you know, with how you get people to click on your video and hold their attention and all that. So, you know, starting the channel itself and just, you know, setting it up, in the back office, not, not so big deal, but it's getting people to watch it and consume your content. That's really always the challenge, I think. But in the end, we try to focus on a topic within the, those two main arenas, personal finance and personal development that can really be of value to people because that's the best that anyone can do, especially like if they have a channel or a podcast or whatever it is, is the heart behind helping someone and truly trying to connect with the content that you're sharing with them. Right. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to just fluff my way through. I'm trying to find what can be of the most value to someone and hopefully give them, steer them in a certain direction of life that they need to hear, or that they're lucky to have heard in that moment and try to act on it. That's a, a wonderful mission, and I know that you know it's you do a great job with doing it. Uh, let me ask about podcasting generally. It's become, I mean, there, there's tons of podcasts out there. What what has do you think has accounted for kind of the uh, what I think is explosive growth of podcasting as a as a form of media and also to kind of a similar extent although i don't know if it's as great uh youtube videos and so on i think people are i think by nature we're curious you know i think our human nature is to always want have this sense of wonderment curiosity and always exploring you know i i envision generally the human race as you know these sailors are this captain out in sea and like always looking over the horizon and, you know, what's on the other side of it kind of thing, you know, and, and going through life's ebbs and flows, turbulences, you know, the crashing of the tide, everything. I think by nature, we are always wanting more and always looking to expand in many capacities. So yeah, there's a multitude of, you know, platforms for podcasting, video, combined like we do for example and it's just that sense of like you always want to grow and feed your inner self with something that manifests that desire of of exploration so i think it's popular more than ever because there's just so much out there that you can consume and that you can feed your interests and align with great and what about in terms of your own background? I mean, you mentioned personal development and finance as the focus of your podcast. Do you come from one of those areas? Yeah. So 
I mean, my personal background, I don't know. I, I consider it a bit unique in a way because I've spent most of my adult life outside of my home country. I'm originally from the States, but I haven't lived as an adult really in the States for most of my life, just a few couple, three years. So, you know, I, I used to live in England. Now I've lived in Mexico for quite a few number of years. Uh, my wife's from here. That's why. So I've seen, I don't know, just growing up in different cultures and different societies like that. I think it just gives you a natural curiosity to seek out things related to personal development and just the way you handle even your finances in a unique way, right? Because like, for example, financially, like here in Mexico, you know, the, the pesos pegs, well, floats with the dollar. So depending on a certain year or international situation that can affect my own pocket, you know? So I keep that into account and then, you know, you get interested in other ideas or, you know, nomenclatures related to finance or economics, things like that. And also on the personal development side, you see, especially here in Mexico, a different culture that does other things to keep themselves well, like the way they eat, the the things they practice throughout the day, the way that they, I don't know, are, you know, have a certain immersion into nature and, you know, a kinship for nature. And, you know, th things I wouldn't probably not on my own really paid attention to, but it opens your eyes living in another place like that. And that's why I think it's really important for people if they have the opportunity to really go out and see other parts of the world and see how people live because it, it'll awaken something very intrinsic inside of us that can be, you know, something life-changing. Uh, travel is really a growth-producing experience. If you can do it, if you have the the time, the money, and the, the health to do it, uh, there's probably nothing that that can give you the same kind of experience as actually being in a, in a different culture. Speaking of experiences, I mean, I'm sure that you've heard lots of uh, important things over the two years from, from your various guests and so on. Anything you can particularly share with us has been either uh, overly educational, overly thought-provoking, or surprising in any way. Uh, I interviewed a gentleman, a doctor named Dinesh. Uh, I'm going to butcher his last name. Uh, it's not my intention, though. Paralina or something. It starts with a P. Uh, I know his first name is Dinesh, though. He was He's a quadriplegic doctor. He was named, I think, Australia Man Person of the Year for a couple, two, three times. <laughs> like consecutively, I think he's done TED talks, you know, you know, public, he published a book recently as well, but I spoke with him, I think it was back in 2020 when we had our conversation and his particular story of his life and what he does now had a, I think a tremendous impact on me uh, as far as perspective, you know, cause a lot of how we live life and how we do life really is about perspective. You know, one person can see a total crisis one way or someone can see an opportunity in another, you know, everything, everything's about perspective always. So, you know, with Dinesh, you know, he was in a car, car accident. That's how he became quadriplegic, but, you know, just 
the challenges that he, I mean, even still faces day to day, but I mean, just especially trying to go through, especially a lot of the therapy after that accident and just reconstruct his life, you know, it was really inspiring. And he's always had a great attitude hmm. and, you know, he's a very humble person, very down to earth and just a great, a great guy. But for all those like physical challenges that he faced, for example, I mean, he's achieved so much in his life and has impact impact on millions around the world. So I think he was, you know, definitely somebody that really stuck out to me. And especially just to this day, thinking about the way we do life, you know, that's how I see it, the way you do life, because the way you do life can really in the end of the day be something that you embrace or just something you shut down, you know, and what I've learned, especially with speaking a lot of the guests on my show has been really everything's about always about falling into two main categories, fear or love, everything falls under just one or two of those. And that's it. You know, like the way you see your eyes through the lens of the perspective of each and every situation can be with a, a manner that can be expansive, like with a love kind of vibration to it or contractual, you know, it just, you want to hide under a rock kind of thing is in this fear. So I, I think that's from all the types of guests I've had on, on the podcast. Those are the two main categories that kind of see life. And it's actually when I have thought about it more and more, it's like life's really not as complicated as they make it because it's either you embrace life each and every day or you don't. That's it. You know, I mean, there's always going to be or what can be perceived as as problems or deterrences, you know, that come in and that's unavoidable, but it's really then how you react to it. So I'm like, you know, the more I thought about it after talking to all these different types of people, it's like life really isn't that complicated. You know, it's how we in the end, maybe make it to be, but I think the more it's embraced and, you know, especially bringing down the ego, which I think feeds in a bit with fear in a certain way, you, you feel a more steady flow of yourself and your body even reacts to that as well. You feel less chest pain, internal discomfort, things like that. Your, your mind feels like it's in a general easy going as flow of life. It's not easy to do by any stretch of imagination, but I think it can be at least practiced a little each and every day a little bit more. Well, I think listeners to the podcast, to my podcast can see where, uh, where I wanted to have you as a guest, because certainly the concept of embracing life, living with enthusiasm, no matter how old you are, no matter what challenges you face, are, uh, you know, it's it's really one of the cornerstones of what I think gets people, you know, to, to live a, a really meaningful life. And uh, I'm just wondering, in terms of your own self-practices or whatever, uh, how do you, uh, I, I suspect that you aren't in that category of fearing life, as I suspect you're embracing it. What are some of the kind of cornerstones or guide zones to the way that you lead your life? This might sound a little strange to some people, but 
it hasn't, I guess, been as strange to me the more I've spoken to people and learned on my, on my own show is that I, I don't personally seek out to be happy every day. I, what I, the, the most important word for me right now in my life and everything I've learned is about balance. Everything's about balance. I don't swing too far one way or the other. I try to just have steadiness in my day to day. And I think that if I do that, it leads to a general sense of well-being and, you know, eventually like a certain euphoria in a way. So what do I mean by that? I've, I'm trying to have like less expectation with certain outcomes of what I do, even though I work very hard, but I'm not trying to, I'm trying to detach my expectation of something to become of, you know, I just, I just put in the work hope for the best, but I'm not like clinging. I'm not clinging for a certain thing to come of it either. So when it comes to my day-to-day sort of routine as well, as it feeds into that, you know, for me, I think I have better days and have more balanced days, especially when you sleep, you know, I like a day like today, even though I might seem okay right now, I'm actually really exhausted, you know, cause I didn't get as much sleep last night that I, I had hoped for. But I think for me, like having at least a good amount of sleep, six, seven hours, at least is the bedrock of having a good balanced day. So I didn't cheat that last night, but I hopefully tonight I will. So sleep is paramount to having that kind of day. And then after that, no, I'm just talking about certain routines right now, but I find in the, in the morning, I wake up like before my wife, like I have a routine to myself that I think is really important to gather myself in a way. So that includes stretching. That includes drinking a lot of water. I think water really revitalizes your body and gets it alert and in a awake right away and gets feeds it, you know, what it needs. Not not in the food sense, but it feeds its, you know, like inner sense of well-being immediately. So having a lot of water, I do personally like a kind of breathing exercise, a meditative exercise in the morning. It kind of sets my tone right and well right away. And then just eating and especially getting outside because I sit a lot during the day and work, but I try to take, you know, it's about conscious breaks, conscious balances throughout the day of like not being so rudimentary and just one single task all the time, but like, okay, I'm going to go up because I work from home. I I am going to go and see my wife, give her a kiss, hold my dog, play with my dog, go outside you know, eat something, enjoy the food you're eating, not rush it. You know, you just, if you bring in more conscious habits, what you're doing each and every day and not just get, you know, stuck in one single thing. For me, that's what I'm trying to achieve more and more is the balances. And I think if I had the balances, the natural way of what someone would refer to as being happy will naturally come with that. So, but I didn't really realize that for a long time, because what I did was associate being happy with, okay, does this person, this friend or this family member like me or care about me or love me and put an expectation of on how they really think about me or view me. I'm like, okay, well this, you know, and then you don't find that to be the case and then you're down, you know? So I, I scrapped all that, you know, I don't, 
if I would give any advice to anyone in that capacity is like have less attachment in your life, you know, less attachment to things, to certain, it's good to have a goal, like a desire in your heart, but don't get so fixated on it. Let, leave it a little bit loose, you know, leave it like, okay, it's there. But if you over sensationalize it, you over expect from it a certain thing. It doesn't turn out that way. It may crush you, right? You know, leave it, leave everything always a little bit loose, you know, and have the ability to pivot where you need. And I think that can really, really help you day to day. That's terrific advice. Uh, you're not, you're not the first guest that who is successful, who has talked about balance as being important. And a lot of the personal habits that you're mentioning in terms of sleep and uh, water and things of that nature are things that I know our listeners have heard before. Uh, so maybe the fact that people who are are living life to the fullest are doing some very important things in common, uh, hopefully is a lesson that we're imparting in the various ways in which we work. And I really uh, appreciate your, your being so open about it in, in terms of your own life. So again, I, I know you've... Uh, gone a big part of the way in terms of your goal of impacting on the world through uh, utilizing the various media that you're using. And uh, I know that you're out there, that there are, there are ways of people finding you. So how about you let us know, we'll have all this in the show notes, but please tell us your podcast, your YouTube channel, where we find you, are you on social media otherwise? And uh, how can people, you know, who had to have been impressed by what you have to say, find find more of you and, and hear more of you? Thank you so much, Ron. And again, thank you so much for having me on as your guest. You, the work you do, the work you have been doing and your book are all excellent. So I would recommend anyone to go check everything out that you do because it's really inspirational and, and very important more than anything. For me... For for the channel my colleague and I work on, uh, you can go, I, I would start with YouTube, just type in dev, D-E-V, space, keel, K-E-A-L, dev keel, and then you can, you know, see various episodes that we've done. You can see the interview we did with Ron, that was excellent, so go check that out. And then after that, after the YouTube, um, you can find us on iTunes or Spotify, Again, Dev Keel or on Instagram at Dev Keel. Okay, great. So shouldn't be too much of a problem finding you. And uh, uh, while I thank you for the kind words, uh, I really, really am pleased that we were able to get you to be a guest and to share some of the things that underlie your philosophy as well as sharing some of the things that you heard from from the guests and uh how you've managed to make an impact on the world beginning at a time when the world was uh going through some crazy stuff so hopefully some of that is behind us uh you never know but i think that you know it's reassuring to know that we can on a regular basis 
be able to hear from you and your guests and learn more about embracing life, which is what really is, is critically important. And on that note, once again, thank you, Devin. It's been a real pleasure talking with you once again. And we're going to bring another episode of Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser podcast to a close. We hope that you all have enjoyed it enough to tell your friends about it, download the podcast, uh, rate it, review it. That's how podcasters uh, know uh, how we've, we've reached you. So please don't just be passive about it. Also, please visit the Mental Health Gym. And uh, looking forward to seeing you again next week when we have another interesting guest who can help us to become the best version of ourselves. And until then, once again, thank you, Devin. Thank you, listeners. Looking forward to seeing you next week. And on that note, stay positive and stay safe. <laughs>